Welcome to season three of the Myelin and Melanin podcast. I'm Dawn. And I'm Dana. We're just two black women sharing our musings on life, MS, and everything in between. You can always find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're a fan of the podcast, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron through our Patreon. Patrons can gain exclusive access to bonus content, giveaways, chances to join us on the Myelin and Melanin party line, and more. We'd like to thank our music producer, Shah Sevier, for providing our podcast music over the years. You can find him on Instagram at shah.sevier, and you can also find him on YouTube. Are you guys all there? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So you, 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 Carlos and Sydney, you all did get that meme that I sent you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I had posted the meme. Sydney, hi. Pleased to meet you. I don't know that we. Oh, that's oh, right. They were very. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. You horrible, horrible hosts. Get out of my house. Right? <laughs> exactly. No, shush, shush. Sydney, pleasure <laughs> to meet you. Nice to meet you too, and I enjoyed your podcast. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. I'm, it's, it's a pleasure for me and an honor for me to be able to be uh, asked to join, uh, given the horrible hosting skills. I know. We are bad. We are really bad. The fuck was that? Uh, I know. I know. We need to do better, John. I know. Yeah. Okay. So all right. That's all right, because I miss. Yes. It, because, because I miss. Because exactly. That. Right, yes. I forgot about that because of mess. That's our default with a, excuse. With a pinch of the Rona. Yeah. Oh, so. the Rona. Oh, right. <laughs> because of mess and a pinch of the Rona. Well, you know, no. they said that this was not a black person's disease because no black person had come up with it. But now all of a sudden, two black people just came up with yeah, it. Yeah, that's some oh, of yeah. the dumbest shit. That is the most racist ass way for them to like not have to treat us. <laughs> right? That's that same shit. Black people don't feel pain. Don't worry about it. You're good. Right. You don't need any exactly. more for pain relief. <laughs> right? Oh, Rona? God. Black people don't get Rona. Rona. Right. <laughs> y'all, y'all drink Corona, but you don't get Rona. Yeah. <laughs> fine. There's a, we've got a healthy supply of Robitussin and ginger ale. <laughs> don't you? You're good. Have no. some Tussin. <laughs> That's what makes it all better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Rub some Vicks on your chest, baby. You'd be good. That'll take care of the Rona. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Rona cure for black people. (laughs) According to the CBC. CBC? CDC? See, I don't know. CDC, yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, maybe it's like the a new thing, the CDC? Yeah, I don't know. I think we got trapped in my Mylar. (laughs) Because of mess. Throwback. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. I laugh every time I think about that whole mile. And like Don I and I have a discussion. Like, <laughs> was there like 
we were thinking in our minds when you're saying it, like maybe it's like a new yes. thing, like that we don't know about yes. because you were like so, so like, sure, you yeah. Know, exactly like with conviction talking about i mean with my, my chest life. i just brought that yes. energy. <laughs> yes. tell me what i have oh, my law <laughs> my law is messed up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no, and i was just letting it go like okay yeah. well yeah and then yep having to make the little disclaimer like oh, well gosh that's so funny yeah. my law Mylar is a balloon. You know, listen. Or a burial <laughs> or something. I don't even know what to call it. Anyway. Oh, y'all, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what the rich are doing. <laughs> the rich are all going off to their secret islands and going in their little cubbies. You think that's probably... That's, that's really what they're doing. Not even I think I said yeah, yeah, yeah. I just re I read a report on it uh, last night. They they're like they out. They like they got their little private doctors and they're going off to their little private places, thinking that that's going to get them the proper isolation. And it's like, well, we'll see. We'll see how that we'll works. See. Oh my, that yeah. wow, that is some shit. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Not shocking. No, not shocking, but. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. So um, everyone has the meme and knows what we're going to be discussing. So, Dawn, I will uh, introduce and, you know, tell folks who our guests are. And then if you want to, um, you know, get into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I heard someone pouring some water. Was that you, no. Don, or is that Carlos? Oh, that was me. Oh, no, apologize. it's fine. Oh, okay, like, oh, water. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, is, this is what we do, Sydney. Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, it's how we roll. <laughs> right, right. I'm over here mixing drinks and shit. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Ah, okay. <laughs> So basically, yeah, we're just, I'm just going to be talking about the meme. That's what yeah. you guys chime in and say whatever yeah. you feel about right, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's good. Welcome, everybody. We are joined today by Sydney B., who you'll probably remember from episode 52, which aired a couple weeks ago. Hi, Sydney. Hey, good to be here. And we're also joined by our favorite guest co-host, Carlos Right, He needs no introduction. <laughs> Such an um, asshole. I'm so sorry. Hi. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how is everyone doing, first of all? Scared. Good word. Yeah. Staying up. <laughs> One word, scared. What about Carlos and Sydney? How are you guys? Sydney, I'm going to let you talk because once I start, I'm going to go off. Uh -oh. <laughs> what did you say, uh, Sydney? I said I'm very concerned um, about the coronavirus, but it seems like we're all still alive, so we're, we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. If you put it like that, yeah. 
I said scared. She said concerned, like a nice measured thing. And I'm here freaking out. And Carlos, how are you? Uh, I'm trying to be sane. I I, I went from uh, it's a hoax to it's a social control thing to uh, what do you mean the NBA is canceled? What do you right? mean Forrest Gump got it? So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm trying, you know, I'm home. I'm home. Yeah. I went to the grocery store and it was, uh, kind of like a desert and there was nobody in there, maybe like 10 people. Um, but it didn't seem odd because it was early, but still it was just an eerie feeling. It was very right. eerie. And as I was walking out, this lady was like pulling the Purell cart wipes, just like crazy. She had like 10 in her hand, you know? And I, I said, yeah. Mm. They still had, they did. They still had. And oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think I was talking to you, Dana, and I was like, okay, well, I'm pretty much done now because after I've, I, I came in, dropped the groceries off and turned the news on real quick. And I started seeing Nancy Pelosi talking and then some other updates. And I was like, okay, I'm hungry and I just want to get a sandwich. I just want to go one more time. So <laughs> I'm going out before yeah. they lock us down. So yeah. Concerned, scared, uh, all of, all of the above, everything. Yeah. That the three of you said, that's how I feel yes. as well. It's like we're living a nightmare. Right. That won't end. Anyway. Girl, I can't believe these, these nasty ass white people are just now learning to wash their hands. That's the part that I'm like, what Stop. is happening? <laughs> what is even happening? My Lord. <laughs> the answer is soap. I thought we had solved this at the Enlightenment. I thought we were done with this. My Lord. You know, I don't even know what to say. I don't know because where did it originate? Like, where does this come from? You know, I don't, it, it's, it's mind boggling to me how something can transfer from one person to the next so fast. So fast. Well, that's the thing, like how it spreads so right. fast. Like rapidly. Well, partly we can thank the uh, scientific genius of Jenny McCarthy for all of it, right? I mean, had people been continuing to vaccinate had people been going for their flu yeah. shots, this is just a higher degree of flu, mm -hmm. right? And so any sorts of, of uh, uh, evolutions, right? If in fact, this is a, a, a natural evolution, and let's just assume for our own sanity that it is, then, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it comes then back down to suburban white mothers deciding that, that Autism is somehow created through vaccination, and that right. autism is a worse option than death. I guess I don't right get all the way how the temps think all the time. They think yeah. things. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you? Before we get into our our conversation, I'm I'm curious to know how are you all feeling when you see people addressing the immunosuppressed community or, you know, when they like talk about like on MSNBC, they were saying 
um, people with MS and diabetes and different autoimmune illnesses should really take precaution. You know, the elderly, how are you feeling when they say things like that? Like, does that scare you? I don't just, I don't know. Does it put you on guard where you're like, wow, like Dana and I said, we're in that category. Right. I don't think that being, of course, like we've been in that category for a long time, but I don't think that like until now, it's a reality. It has really meant something to me. Like, of course, like, you know, the immune system and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But now it's just like got really real. It feels like more like an intense yeah. worry other than just like the flu because they're talking about it all day, every day. And yes. I'm just like, can we just get some a break here? Like, can we think clearly and, and figure things out for ourselves instead of being bombarded with so, so much information? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's none of it. I don't, I don't yeah. feel like it's actually long term helpful. Like, what, what, what do we do other than the hand washing? Okay, great. But we right. need to take extra precautions. Like the flu is enough, but this is like another level. So what happens? I mean, they're not even yeah. sharing information. Okay, somebody with a compromised immune system has coronavirus. Okay, so what did it do to them? How long did it take for it, you know, to show up? And what what degree do they still have it? These people pass right. away. Like some of that information would be helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and it's scary too, you know, that, you know, talking about how when this thing, because it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's just facts. Um, that being said, you know, talking about how we as a country are just not prepared for what's going to happen when I'll say if slash when people start getting really sick and really large numbers. I mean, do we even have the capacity to deal with that? that? Probably. You not. know what I mean? Like people, you know, thousands of people in ICUs on ventilators. Like, is that even like possible i mean i guess for me that's the part where i try to wheel it back in right yeah because it's like there 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 are two things that occur to me right like one is that when we talk when we're having a conversation the four of us are having a conversation Mm -hmm. and we start talking about we as a country we as a country uh have everything that we could possibly need to deal with this circumstance. And the the CDC has been telling the White House for some time, we need to be paying attention to this. Uh, mm-hmm. We are under a fascistic state right now, right? Yeah. And we are under a, a fascist non-benevolent who is willing to have admitted that he is thoroughly exposed to COVID-19 and is willing to say that he is not willing to be tested despite mm-hmm. showing up on television looking sick, right? Yeah. That's, he's, he's just not going to get tested. Uh, so, the, and mm-hmm. Boris Johnson did the same thing, right? And so while we're living under this state of disinformation and non-information from the government, I think it's important mm-hmm. for us to think about what is real and immediate that we can and must do, which is yeah. most presently uh, for the the disabled community, in particular for the MS community, the autoimmune suppressed community. If you are an eligible voter, 
make sure that you know where you are registered mm -hmm. for the next election. You need to be paying yeah. attention right now. And I suggest very highly that you make sure that you are counted during the census, because that is also going to determine mm -hmm. where resources get sent, right? And we've been invisible. We continue to be invisible. If we don't make our numbers count, that's where we're going. So, okay. yeah, Carlos, you were talking. If you want to continue talking, go right ahead. So, because of the mess, um, basically that all the the rich folks are like, you know, somewhere in bubbles trying to... Oh, yeah, to, uh, the folks are, uh, yeah, folks are, 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 are reacting very, very uh, poorly, as we would imagine they might. And in the meantime, uh, life is continuing. Um, we do not know what it could end up turning into in individuals. The best we can do is to isolate to the, to the highest degree that we can. Uh, in terms of physical space. I think that that also means in terms of also the voting that we talked about, I was also very clear that we've got to got to make sure that we are counted, uh, that the disabled, that those who have been isolated for some time, that we are counted as well. Um, that determines where uh, federal resources are, are deposited. As we just saw, they just released a trillion dollars for relief for all of these uh, uh, corporations and 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 for the airlines and whatever, right? So the the money is is there. That is not the question, and it's not even necessarily that if we do these things that somehow the money is going to get to us. But it is a matter of a way to hold them accountable because tomorrow is going to happen, right? With or without a coronavirus, we're going to see the next day. We're going to see the next week. We're going to see the next year. And if we allow for ourselves to end up in the kind of isolation that leads to voter suppression, that leads to silencing, then they're going to win, right? And so as much as we have to be mindful and we have to be careful, we also have mm -hmm. to make sure that we don't play ourselves the fool. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, for president. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, so I guess on that note, right? Uh, we just <laughs> have to remain vigilant and stay away from crowds like they're suggesting i mean doing what we know to do having ms like we just we just know this you know what i mean like they're, right. they're telling you oh stay away do this do that wash your hands like i think ms patients already know like we're all right we we're already equipped with what we're supposed to do to keep ourselves healthy i mean it's a good reminder thank you but we're just yeah. gonna continue doing what we do very true yeah, that's all we can do. That's it. So maybe doing like um, small things like like drinking extra water or eating healthier foods and things like that, just to try to yeah. help your body along a little bit more. Like, I mean, I know it doesn't sound like much, but just to try to you know do as much as you can for for your body um, in the meantime. Yeah. Right. Very good point. 
And that's I, I guess so much for using it at flares. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And and my last thought uh, about this is what I was saying. We can only do what we do and what we've known to do. There is no protection. Like we have MS. Period. And if it's going to come, it's going to come to us. And we, yeah. And as much as we do what we do, it's going to come. So. Like you just have to continue to, like you said, drink water, eat healthy, all of that. Just stay away from, yeah. stay away from me. Don't touch me. Fist, elbow bump, and that's it. Right. You know, just stay away from people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, all those things out. I mean, aren't there still germs on your arm where you like sneeze and cough into it? So I don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 Is that just being too paranoid? <laughs> Going way down the rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> so they say six feet of difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, on that note, right. On that note, you all, I, I saw a meme the other day, and I, I sent it to you all, and I'm just so curious to know what your thoughts are about it, and to discuss some of the points that are in this meme, and of course. You know, once we air the episode, we'll, we'll show it. But um, it is really interesting. And I can't remember. Dana, do you remember where oh, surviving multiple sclerosis? That's, that's yes. where it comes from. Yeah. And it, it's a list of, I guess, sayings of, I would put it under the category of self-care. Self-care tips. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they really, a few of them like spoke to me and spoke to, spoke to you as well, Dana. And yeah. I'm sure both you and Carlos, uh, Sydney, that it, it just like resonates with you. Like it will not get out of my head. Some of these like statements They're they're so bold. And the first one that I read that really like was swirling around, it says, uh, you are not obligated to be an inspiration. And that one hit home for me because yes, it it always seems as if the MS patient is sitting there in their wheelchair or with their cane or, you know, um, not even necessarily using a mobility device, but um, just, living right, just living life, saying that they have MS. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you are the poster child for this illness. And you are now supposed to be the inspiration because you've taken a step today or you've gotten out of bed. Oh, that's so inspiring. You know what I mean? You're, You're so, so brave. brave. Mm -hmm. um, or just in a casual situation with, with uh, maybe friends or acquaintances, you know, people will chat, you'll chat with them and you'll share, Oh, I have MS or maybe they already know that you have MS and they look at you and they say, Oh, but you're doing so well. And, and then all of a sudden somehow you've become this inspirational being, this friend that is like, Oh, look at my friend who has MS. Right. Look at how good she's doing. Has anybody ever experienced right. that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're so brave. You're doing so yeah. much. Yeah. I think that is the most patronizing um, the most patronizing thing that somebody can do to anyone dealing with a chronic illness who is just living their life. Like, 
am I an inspiration just because I'm like breathing right. or doing more than just breathing? I don't know. It's yeah. Well, I mean, the people who have been around, like, I mean, you know, as long as we've all had MS, the people, you know, who you can trust mm-hmm. and have seen you at your worst, especially like during a relapse. Sometimes I just take, mm. I take it as a positive just because of like the times, like, I mean, you can't hardly walk or see or anything like that. Mm. And they're like, but you still pressed on and you're still doing, you know, they know your goals and everything like that. And you're still following your dreams. So I just take it on um, the flip side is kind of like a positive. Um, but at the same time, they also need to understand that while you're going, there is still the raw, real, you know, side of the MS that, that's going on. So it's it's kind of like an, an odd, like kind of balance type of thing going on there um, because yeah. you are yeah. pressing through, but you're still in pain. So it's like, I, I don't know how that equals to something like like a trophy or, or whatever that they're trying to get. Right. I, I like that you just said that, Sydney, because quite often... I take the opposite um, angle and look, you know, at the negative part of it. I, and I probably should look at a positive, more positive way of. Are you there, Don? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you was about to make a point too. She, I, she was going to say something really good. I see her sound waves moving. Let's see if she's gonna text me oh no right okay texting her now what happened I see her like say I don't know if you guys can see the sound waves it looks like she's saying something right (laughs) right like I wonder if she's still having the conversation oh no hold on <laughs> oh, right. Um, it's that coronavirus. It's infected the ringer app. <laughs> oh, what happened? Are you there? We can't hear you. To be honest, this feels a lot more like MS. <laughs> right. Right. We can't Can you, um... <laughs> because MS. We can't hear you. She just said, "Is Carlos talking?" No. I will now. We're laughing right now. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yay. I don't know what happened. Oh, gosh. This is just were I, were you like making like some grand point? No, right. Oh. I mean, I I was I was saying thank you to Sydney. <laughs> I say that because like we couldn't hear you, and I saw your sound waves like in full force. Like it looked like you were like making some point. Well, I was just saying having <laughs> MS. For, for me, I've been vulnerable for so long. I've been vulnerable. And when I see a statement like you're, 
you're not obligated to be an inspiration. I automatically think of the negative aspect of that. Like, oh, because yeah. I've been in a situation where people have made me feel like I am so inspirational when in fact I'm not, I'm just living with MS. Like I'm just Dawn and I'm just living. And right. But, and like to take that a step further too, like sometimes you might be in pain or having one of those days and you don't want to do shit. Right. So, you know what I mean? You don't want to be like that, like good MS patient or whatever they want mm -hmm. us to be. So, you know, this kind of assumption that we're supposed to be productive and happy and whatever, like, no, I might not want to do that. I've had right. to learn to put my foot down with that. Um, because sometimes, like you said, you feel like crap. So it's like, um, I'm not doing anything mm -hmm. today. Thanks for the invite, you know, yeah. you another time. Please leave me yeah. alone. I hurt. So go away. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think that there is an obsession and I'm only going to speak to this country for the United people in this country to, for our society to, to like look at somebody who has some sort of chronic illness or any type of illness, really like a major, major life changing, life altering illness. And when they mm. see someone like struggle. And then all of a sudden when they get quote, I'm putting this in air quotes, get better. Like for, for example, on our good days, mm -hmm. Oh my God, we are all automatically. And all of a sudden some sort of inspirational poster child for that disease or for MS. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. No, yeah. And sense. I don't, yeah. I don't get the comments like, but yesterday you were just doing this and that. Why can't you come here today? Because yesterday I did all of that. Now I'm tired. So please just give me a break. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and you'll be. Oh, go. Right. Right. And it's like, well, one, you know, you see me walking around when you see me walking around and that and fine are not the same thing. And two, it, that's me. Right. And that's how it's manifesting in my body. Right. That doesn't have anything to do with the next patient and has very little to do with the community. And if you take any part of who I am, as an exception to your assumption or to their rules to be what is normal, then, then again, you're playing yourself. Right. And so there's not, mm -hmm. there's not a, a, a way for there to be, I don't believe any clear understanding in that kind of a statement of you're an inspiration of, of what it means to be part of the, the really the range of of 
those of us who are MS patients. I mean, it right. really is a, a spectacular range of ability, of disability, of obstacles, of challenges, of successes mm -hmm. that, that there's no one-to-one -one for. So, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the same as a lot of other, uh, I think, circumstances where folks have a familiarity, they have a familiar story, it's all the same kind of right. narrative that they can share so that it fits very neatly into a box and it simply doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Which definitely. one resonated with you, Dana? I think one of them, well, they're all pretty deep. But one that really sticks out to me is you are not obligated to hide your illness in order to make other people comfortable. Um, Yeah. So often, I think that I mean, it's hard enough for us as people with MS to deal with, you know, the crazy ways that the disease can manifest in us. But I think a lot of times we are preoccupied with other making other people feel comfortable, like not wanting to display my illness um, or my symptoms, whether it be you know, needing to use a mobility aid or whatever the case may be, we try to hide these things in order to make other people feel comfortable. And it's shitty. Yeah. Why? Why? That one is so heavy for me because being, and I'm not trying to make this a racial conversation or anything like that, but being a black woman, um, it is, it's, it, I, I would say that's similar to like code switching. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm code switching. Why mm -hmm. am I code switching in this situation? If I talk to somebody, I meet someone, I'm code switching because am I trying to make you feel comfortable? Like, why can't I just, just use slang or, right. or just be me, you know, for example, right. like, why do I need to, to subscribe to societal standards of what, you know, this, person is supposed to sound like and look like and be like you know what i mean and, right and then so that's exactly. me the person dawn the person and then you put that with ms it's like okay for example when i'm using my cane i'm apologizing or using the scooter for example going in in uh target i'm apologizing rolling down the aisle but why am i apologizing like i have a right to go down the aisle just like you do why am I saying, oh, excuse me, pardon me. Am I sorry for, yeah. for wanting to get, you know, shampoo or whatever it is I'm getting? Yeah. Right. Right. That one really made me yeah, think. So um, what was that, Carlos? I was just saying um, that um, statement really made me think um, because um, you know the people that you're around and the people throughout the years who are quote unquote friends or whatever. And mm -hmm. when you have difficulty walking sometimes and start limping or whatever, or it may, you may have to pull out the old trusty cane. And I, you know that you know mm -hmm. these people are just going to be like, ugh, what is she doing? I can't be seen with her. That doesn't mm -hmm. So uh, that, that's what that statement made me, made me think. And I'm like, well, yes. if you can be you, like, being a jerk over there, and I'm being me and authentic, my authentic self with MS, then why can't I be acceptable? Right. 
I still look cool. I just right. have a cane or I'm limping, but I'm still getting around and doing what I'm doing. So it, it, that just right. frustrating. It is super frustrating. What were you going to say, Carlos? Oh, I'm, I'm just uh, coming to terms with how messy I am with my own presentation and representation. So I've only begun uh, on occasion using a cane and I need it for, for uh, occasional balance. And it's just mm-hmm. easier if I have it. And, and uh, also have learned that uh, temps get out of the way, which is great because get out of my way. But, um, right. you know, the things that held me up in terms of the willingness to even on the days because for me it's primarily like right after a flare or something like that for about two three days right um but even in those circumstances to allow myself the spaciousness and to give myself the grace to give myself the empathy to allow for the morning of what had been my normal when I was a temp, right? When I was temporarily able mm-hmm. um, to begin to embrace what is my new normal, which is to know that there is no normal. I love that. Days, every day, right? And, and to give myself some space to take space, right? Right. I've come to realize that, again, because of people's perceptions, this is one of those circumstances wherein when I am walking with my cane because of the rest of how I choose to present actively people Mm -hmm. assume or make presumptions about this being some matter of fashion right right that has both its advantages and disadvantages right one is that nobody is going to uh, not nobody, but it's, I'm very rarely meeting the pity stares that I feared. Um, and that does give me, again, unearned and undeserved privilege and unearned and undeserved room within our community. And I try to use that to make my invisible disability quite visible such right. that those temps would find a a discomfort in the the assumption that their position is one that is permanent right and right. that i have the spaciousness for myself to know that actually having a place to lean when i'm standing around waiting for something if i'm going to a, a concert whatever mm. that matters right and and that is something it's not a matter of discomfort for my lower back to start aching at a concert it actually does have to right. do with mobility the next day it does have to do with some wider issues so taking right. that extra space and doing right. it with empathy and love for myself um, is a newer position right because i didn't want to use my cane like many of us right i didn't want to mm-hmm. use mobility i don't want to look like an old person Right? I don't want to look like a disabled mm-hmm. person. All of those are sort of the inner narratives and the internal narratives mm-hmm. that I think are much harder and much more challenging and much more real very often 
Mm-hmm. Not to say that the outside world isn't looking at us a certain way, but how many of the outside world? What, like one out of every eight who actually would have to interact with us? Right. Right. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm telling myself the narrative of everybody's looking at me. Right. Yes. So trying to figure out how to cross that bridge such that I am no more or less self-aware of my uh, walking aid than I am of uh, my presentation as a non-binary person, of, mm-hmm. of my race, uh, of, of my personhood, right? It is just part of who I am. And right. once we're integrated in that way, I think is the place where, and I'm not yet, right? To be clear, mm-hmm. once integrated in that way is the place where I think that the comfort uh, and, and even audacity in, in, in using uh, walking aid and using a mobility aid uh, will really be able to be part of the center of how I'm able to move through that. But I'm, I'm really, mm-hmm. really, really growing I like what you said, the pity stares. Yeah. I didn't even think of it well, like that. I just, I mean, because that's really what it is. They look at you like, oh, you know, yeah. Well, Poor thing. Right? And that awe is, again, the absolution. And the like, if I give you pity, that's the same as empathy. And if I give that to you, that's my payment yep. to make sure that I don't end up in your circumstance. Right. Yep. And do you all think that pity stares make people feel uh, comfortable? I guess. Like, it, does that give them comfort? Like, you know what I'm, does that make sense? This question makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel, does it I, I, help me out here? Cause I know what I want to um, say, but it's not coming out. Uh, like, is it an automatic reaction because they don't know what to say? Maybe? Yeah. Yes. I was just going to say that it's sort of like, okay, I'll use myself as an, as, as an example. Here I am a relatively young person using a wheelchair that doesn't like that's right that's not supposed to be like you know what i mean like that goes against what the assumption that somebody using a wheelchair is supposed to be like this old unkempt um not put together person and so when they see somebody who looks and total lack of a better term i'm just gonna say normal and that's not the right term but in people's minds like um for that like their first kind of place to go with that is oh what happened to you i'm sorry you shouldn't you know it's as if you shouldn't be like this like it's not i I don't i know i'm not saying it how i want to say it because i'm because MS. I mean, I've actually yeah, heard I don't that. Know. I've heard this older gentleman, what I think I told you this day, and I was at the airport, and I get a wheelchair mm-hmm. service instead of walking down, you know, that whole long line of everything in the airport. So mm-hmm. I was being pushed, and the gentleman said, "This shouldn't, this shouldn't happen to you." And like, why not me? <laughs> you know, yeah. right. But I think that's part of right. that, yeah, that pity yeah. that Carlos was addressing. You know what I mean? And maybe that was, yeah. Well, fear pity, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. It could happen to me. Exactly. Mm. Right. Like you're, you're like me. I can identify with you. Uh, Yeah. And if it happens to you, yeah, it could happen to me. That that's exactly it. You hit the nail on the head, Carlos. Yep. It makes it easier. I I suppose for them to digest what they're seeing in front of them. And they they don't realize I I think I have a pretty good life. I just because I'm using this device doesn't mean I'm miserable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. No. Because I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to using mobility devices and God forbid a wheelchair. These are people's like worst nightmares. Like so many times you hear people, even within the MS community and the disability community, I would, I I would die if I had to use a wheelchair. Yes. Or I hope I, yeah, I hope my MS never gets that bad. That bad. Right. And it's like, we're out here living our lives. Good lives. Um, Yeah. Yes. 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 You know what I mean? And that, and it's that place of hyper ableism. Yes. That, that from which they're functioning that that you know, again, if I can push you in a chair, this shouldn't happen to you. You should be the one able right. to push me. Well, or, or be able to push an elderly person. Right. right. Or somebody who was in an, uh, in a proper accident. Right. That sort of thinking that it's just an issue of your health is 100% yours and there is nothing that can take that from you except from the outside. That reality is shattered and we are the, the harbingers mm-hmm. of that truth. 
right? And for yeah. that, I think that people are wildly uncomfortable, um, mm-hmm. which I find to be delicious. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. What about you are allowed to know your limits? <sighs> wow. Yeah. I think that it's beyond you being allowed to know your limits, but you're allowed to make your limits clear to other people. It's You know what I mean? Like, Sydney, you were just saying before, like, you know, today I might be having a good day. Tomorrow, I might not be. You're allowed to say, I'm having a bad day and I'm not going out today. You know what I mean? It's like we intuitively know these things, but I think you're allowed to verbalize them. I think that's kind of yeah, the thing. And I think with MS patients, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sydney. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes, no. Sydney, Sydney got cut off. Okay. Okay. Remember, she was about to respond to the thing you just said. There she is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. They are closing my son's school, and I just, I keep, they keep sending out emails, and I just got another email just now. So, what are they saying? Uh, it will be open tomorrow, Friday, because they have to do distance training, distance, distance learning training, because they're gonna close school. Um, but they have to go to school tomorrow in yeah. order to get all of the tools necessary to be able to, yeah, you know, do this remotely. Yeah, it's a lot. I, so the college that I teach at, you know, I teach my class online, but I just got a text saying that after uh, tomorrow, all cl- classes aside from online classes are canceled. It's just like crazy how things are unfolding so quickly. Okay, are our classes going to be canceled or suspended? Um, All, let me see exactly what it says. It says, M-A-T-C, all in-person class, oh, to suspend. So all yeah, in-person yeah. classes to suspend 316 to 321, with the exception of classes taught 100% online. Employees will report to work. Yeah, More so at M-A-T-C they're, slash they're, they're coronavirus. To, yeah, they're trying to Marvel Universe this. They're trying to do it like the blip and, and have everybody like just, it's just two weeks to disappear and everybody just supposed to act like everything normal. And then we yeah. come back and push everything further back in the calendar. Right. Um, so that, that when they say suspend, when they don't say cancel, yeah. when they don't say, you know. Right. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's like things are just like happening like minute to minute yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up. I don't know about you all, but I just can't like, I feel at, when daylight savings turned we what spring ahead i felt like everything was so rapid and weird and fast well of course like with the kobe bryant passing that freaked me out and then just everything this whole energy of of right now the right now's energy is just screwing with me it's bad yeah yeah some bad energy i don't even know what to say like emotional or just a lot of feelings going on about many things at this time. Yeah. 
Honey, yeah. shit ain't been right since Prince died. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, maybe we should just, like, end the episode, like, right now. Like, I mean, not right the second, but, like. Right now. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, how can we even, like, like, it's sort of like we're trying to, like, be normal like you know what i mean like like things are just like da 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 like you know talking about these things it's like it's chaos going on around us i don't know maybe i'm like extra no i feel the same way this is freaking me out and i i have anxiety y'all i do and listeners it, it is bad because if somebody sneezes then all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to go to the doctor because this might be the chance that they're going to give me this disease. Like, I, I'm paranoid. Okay, but let's, again, again, let's reel it in. Okay. Because did we not feel that same way three weeks ago? I did, yeah. Please don't put your nasty sneeze on me. Was that not part of your just daily? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes. All right. So... Now there's this, this, you know, yuck out here. Uh, and we know we have to go home. We know we got to isolate a little bit. We, we know that means, you know, for as long as you have no symptoms, uh, stock up enough and you don't need to hoard. Uh, yeah. maybe we can talk about some of the things that we can do and plan on and actively do right during this time beyond like the like voting and the, you know, I mean, because I do think that that focusing on those things helps a little bit. Also the fact that we have to focus so heavily on it because (laughs) we are all trapped under this hate and jism filled jack-o'-lantern is not great. (laughs) Um, But, and right. Uh, there may be Netflixing to do. There may be yeah. books to be yeah. read. There may be, you know, what, what, what are some of the things that if in fact, because we, we already have to isolate, right? Perhaps we can offer to some of our abled listeners, assuming there are some of those, because who doesn't want to listen to people talk about MS? Um, <laughs> that, you know, some of the things that we do during times of isolation that that uh offer us comfort you can listen to the end of this episode on our patreon and you can find that at patreon.com forward slash myelin melanin thanks for listening everyone and stay safe out there <laughs>